University Baptist Church is a faith community striving to think critically, live creatively, and love continually in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We gather on Sunday mornings at 5775 Highland Road between Lee Drive and Kenilworth Parkland. Visit ubc-br.org or at ubcbr on Facebook for more information. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Ann. Um, and thanks to so many of you who are engaged in different ways. It is amazing how a church body of this size can be engaged in so many different ways in the community. And that's what we wanted to celebrate this morning, uh, that we have a group that just got back from Ecuador, that we have uh, groups of people who are doing things all over the community. And that's amazing. That is spectacular for our group to be engaged in those things. But why, why is that? Why are we talking about that specifically this morning? Well, it comes back to the scripture that you have already heard referenced a couple of different times, and I want to tell you the greater story. Jesus was in the midst of uh, telling different parables, and in Matthew 25, he tells one um, that stands out and that I've always remembered. So we're going to read it together. It's Matthew 25, and we're going to start in verse 31. Excuse me, and I didn't bring my Bible with me, so I'm going to need um, the scripture to be pulled up on the screen. <laughs> Thank you. So Matthew 25, 31 to 33. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. So Jesus begins this parable um, and tells what things are going to be like at the end of time. Again, this is just a parable. It's not a real story. Then the king will say to those on the right, come you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Why? Because you believed in Jesus and gave your heart to Jesus. No. Because you were a part of this church or that church. No. Why? because you had the right beliefs and the right thoughts and you loved God with all your heart. No, again, he says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I, was needed, I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. And then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Jesus uh, tells us this parable and I want to tell you first, it's a strange parable. There's some, I didn't read the whole thing just for time's sake, but you know, the other side, he says, <clears throat> he tells to the goats, and he says, you know, you didn't do these things for me. And they ask the same question, when did we see you? And he said, when you've done it to the least of these, you've done it for me. Now, there's a couple of things that this parable is not about. The first thing that this parable is not about is livestock. <laughs> Jesus is not saying that we are going to be transformed into sheep and goats someday uh, before we go to heaven. That's not what it's about. This parable is also not, and I want you to hear this clearly, this parable is not about eternal punishment and reward. Jesus uses stories like this to emphasize something that's really, really, really important. And what is it that he's telling us that's important? He's telling us what it means to follow him. 
This parable is about what it means to follow Jesus. Now, when you say following Jesus, we're not talking just about this decision that you make to give our lives to Jesus. That's an important first step, but it's not the only step. Because if you follow somebody and they take steps and you only take the first step, then you're really not following them anymore. You have to keep taking step after step. And what do we see Jesus doing? Well, he's teaching, and we have some teaching, but really what you see in the Gospels is a man of action. He's going from place to place to place. He's a man of action. He's a man of compassion, because when he sees somebody who is sick, when he sees people who are hungry, when he sees a man who's blind, when he sees a man who cannot walk, what does he do? He heals them, because he has the power and the ability to do that, and he has compassion. And for us to be able to say that you and I are following Jesus is about more than just us coming and sitting in this place on Sunday morning. I said that before. It's about more than just giving lip service to God. It's about really following Jesus and going into the world and doing those things. And what you've heard this morning is just some, a sample of some of the ways that you can be involved, because when you go to these places, when you go out into the world and serve, you will find that Jesus is there. This is one of the things that we had to deal with as missionaries, feeling like we were taking Jesus to some place in the world, and it turns out Jesus was there before we got there. What does it mean? What does he mean when you did it for one of the least of these, you did it for me? I'm reminded of a story that I heard when we lived in Birmingham at the church that we served there, and uh, a United Methodist bishop came and uh, preached for us, but he told a story. He had just gotten back from visiting Calcutta, uh, in India and the missionaries of charity at the convent there where they serve the people, the very poor and oppressed people in that city. And he said he went there to meet with Mother Teresa, this was back when she was still alive, and to serve and to help. Well, one morning before prayer time, um, he heard the bell ringing at the gate and the sisters came rushing through the hall and he kept hearing people say, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming. And he was like, oh my goodness, I'm an Indian, Jesus is coming. So he's trying to put his clothes on and come out to the door and he goes to the front gate to see what all the rush is about. And there at the door, laying at the threshold, is a man who's ridden with bugs, with sores, He's skinny, he's hungry, he doesn't look like he's had a bite to eat. And the sisters are already surrounding him, picking him up and taking him inside. Jesus is coming, Jesus was there. And that is the way that Mother Teresa served and the way that we can serve. It's a powerful example to show us that when we serve anybody, when we give somebody a cup of water, when we visit somebody in prison and spend time with them, when we help someone who is sick, when we go out into the streets and help feed people who are hungry and who need a place to live, we are serving Jesus Christ himself. That is what today is about. So as a time of response, we're going to do an active response because God calls each of us to be involved. And you've heard some ways already um, that we've talked about. We heard from Anne about how you can be involved in the prison ministry at Kairos. Um, we've heard from Nancy about how you can be involved at High Elementary and also reading with the kids. And Alice can tell you more about that. We already know also about the English conversation group and we need more volunteers who can come here because we're having good attendance here and people are coming. We need folks to help in that conversation group. Um, we have internationals who need rides right now around town who are either new in town or don't have the means to get themselves around and we've been sending emails out about that. 
And also, I have an opportunity for you. You know that I'm the director at the Interfaith Federation, and our head cook at Holy Grill that serves meals five days a week in North Baton Rouge is having hip operation, and she's going to be out of commission for three weeks or for three months, excuse me. So we're going to need folks to volunteer and help come out there and serve meals and maybe even cook meals and bring things. So many different ways that you can be involved, and it's young to old, every single one of us can find some way that we can serve. So what I'm gonna do is invite you, where, wherever you are now, in a moment we're gonna stand up and you're gonna be able to go and talk to these different folks who represent these ministries and ways of reaching out. How can you be a part of it? If you're interested in learning more about something, go to that person and ask them what it means to be engaged. Sign up with them so that we can really work together as a whole body of Christ. I'm gonna ask Kay, if you don't mind, to play a little something while we're doing that. Um, so Nancy's gonna be standing over on that end in the back, you can see her. Um, if you're interested in reading Friends, Alice is going to be over here, uh, and she can help you with that. Um, if you're interested in Kairos, Anne is going to be here, and she'll also be in the back after the service. Um, Nancy Garland is also one to talk to about internationals ministry and giving rides for folks. Um, and English Conversation, um, Keith and Cindy Morgan here can help you get signed up with that. And of course, I can talk with you about the Federation cooking stuff. Again, so many different ways you can be involved. And we have a slide that shows those different needs too uh, and who you can go to. We don't want to leave out the folks who are at home. Um, so if you're watching this online and you are interested in one of these things in particular, then you can call or text my cell phone. That's my number up there. Please don't give it out to the whole world. Um, but I guess it's going to be in the whole world now. But um, feel free to call or text me and let me know how you would like to be engaged. So we're going to take the next five minutes in active response. You're going to go and sign up for these different ministries in whatever way you feel God is leading you to do. <laughs> 